Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. And because of that, he has sent me with his word to come and tell you that he will take care of you. Amen. That he will take care of you. Amen. You only need to believe it. You only need to believe it. He will take care of you. Today's service is different in the sense that today the word Amen is very very important because today God has sent me to just come and tell you that he will take care of you to release his word to declare his word to establish his word so that it will be so unto you that you hear his word that that word here will echo in your spirit in your life that it will be so unto you that I should speak forth his word and by that his word will be sent out to fulfill a purpose so amen is important amen is your spiritual signature by amen you are saying what you are saying the amen to the word you hear or that which i declare or what he put in my mouth by amen you are saying that it should be so unto you so if you don't say amen you haven't accepted the word so your spiritual signature is amen today so wherever you are watching you must say amen when you need to say amen. You must say amen when what I'm saying, you want it to be so unto you. If you don't say amen, it's up to you. It's very important. Amen is our spiritual word, signature. I would like to read four scriptures to you so that you, you understand the importance of amen. If you are somewhere, you are with people, you can't say amen. You are better off to be where you can say amen or teach them as they are watching. Amen. amen. Um, so let me show you some scriptures about Amen so that you don't joke with it. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. So when the word of God comes back, for we don't say thank you. We say Amen. Amen is the spiritual language, is the signature. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20. 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 mm -hmm. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ and so through him the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So he said no matter the promises, the, the promises Christ has made, all the promises God has made is yes in Christ and said because they are yes in Christ we speak what? Amen. So whenever you say amen you are saying yes to what you have said amen to. Meaning if you don't say amen, you are not saying yes to it. Meaning you are not accepting it. You are not what? Agreeing what? To it. Amen. amen. So when you look at Jeremiah chapter 28 verse 6, it also explains what amen means. It, it, it put it in another word. As um, Second Corinthians say, amen means yes in what? Christ. Yes to the promises of Christ. So Jeremiah say, amen means that let it be what? So, may the Lord do so. So, whenever you say amen to something, you are saying that, may God let what you said amen to be so. 
Read it for me. Jeremiah 28, verse 6. Jeremiah 28, verse 6. Uh-huh. He said, Amen. Mm -hmm. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words you have prophesied mm -hmm. by bringing the articles of the Lord's house and all the exiles back to his, this place from Babylon. Amen. amen. So he said, he said, Amen. And he gave the meaning. May the Lord do so. Perform the words which thou hast what? Spoken. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So the word amen means that may God perform the words that the person has what? Spoken. So everywhere I will speak, when you say amen to you, you are saying that may God perform it. May it be so. So if you don't say amen to it, then you are saying God shouldn't what? Perform it. It shouldn't be so. This is how important amen is in the spirit and for us Christians. If that's the case, then how you say the amen matters. Then how you go about the amen matters. Then the belief and faith by which you say the amen matters. Then the attitude matters. That is why I'm just taking a few minutes to explain the importance of amen. So don't say your amen casually. Say it as you mean it. So when you read First Chronicles, Chapter 16, verse 36. Look how he put it very beautifully. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 36. Amen. Amen. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 36. Amen. First Chronicles mm -hmm. 16, verse 36. So when he blessed them, when he declared the word of God, look what he said. Mm -hmm. Praise be to the Lord, mm -hmm. the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Mm -hmm. Then all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. Amen. And all the people say what? Amen. Amen. And let all the people say what? Amen. After he blessed the Lord's name. Amen. Okay. So every good thing you want in the spirit from the Lord, you must say what? Amen. Last scripture on this. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse what? 16. So uh, this great man of God, Pastor Benihim, whenever he's preaching, when he says, I say, and let the people say, then they will respond. Amen. Amen. Because you, it, that's the spiritual signature. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 16. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 16. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, when you are praising God in the spirit, mm -hmm. how can someone else who is now put in the position of an inquirer, uh, inquirer say amen to your thanksgiving, since they do not know what you are saying? Amen. Amen. So he was talking about people praying in tongues or uh, prophesy in tongues to others and say you don't have to do that you have to rather speak in words and explain he explained that he said Adam that the people don't understand what you are saying so how would they say what amen to it in other words when you speak in words they will understand so they will know whether they should say amen to it amen so by this scripture you could tell how important it is to say amen or amen to the word of God and today I'm just introducing this because what the Lord has sent me to do is to release his word to give you his word to release his promises so that it will be activated but you must agree with it by accepting it how do you accept it by declaring that may it be so and how do you say it by saying amen praise the Lord it amen is in because it's in what Christ Amen. That's the beauty of faith. Amen. Will mm -hmm. someone give the Lord a clap offering? As I said earlier on, God has sent me here today to tell you that he will take care of you. To tell you 
that he will protect you. So God will take care of you. Amen. Your maker will take care of you. Amen. Your God, who is God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, will take care of you. Amen. He has taken care of you. Yes. And he will take care of you. Amen. He will see you through. Amen. God will see you through. Amen. He will see you through Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Beloved, when you look at Isaiah 46, verse 4, is the instrumental playing underneath it? I told you it has to play throughout underneath it. I told you. I told you. Isaiah 46 verse 4? Yes. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 46 verse 4. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am He. Mm -hmm. I am He who will sustain you. Mm -hmm. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Amen. Amen. So He said, God said He will sustain you. God said he's the one who has carried you and brought you this far. And he said, even in your old age, he will carry you and sustain you. So I'm here and I'm declaring this word to you, that God will sustain you. Amen. He will sustain your life. Amen. He will sustain your resources. Amen. He will sustain your finances. Amen. He will sustain your children. Amen. This sickness and the wickedness of this season is minus you. Amen. Your sustain and God will sustain you. Amen. He said he will sustain you even up to the end. Amen. Even when you your hair is great. So believe it. God will sustain you. Amen. God will sustain you. Amen. The good God will sustain you. Amen. The good God will take care of you. Amen. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Do not fret. God will sustain you. Amen. He is our sustainer. Amen. He is the one who has sustained you. I don't know how. I don't need to know how. When I was a child, I didn't care about how my parents fed me. I didn't care about how my parents uh, provided for me. All I do is demand. And they do what provided. So I don't need to know how. My Your Father, God Almighty, will sustain you. He said, and I will sustain you. So God will sustain you. God is sustaining you. And you will sustain throughout this year. Despite whatever is happening, despite the sickness, the storm, the uncertainty, God will sustain you. Amen. You sustain your children. You will sustain your partner. You will sustain your interest. God will sustain devotional life church. Amen. And you also preserve you and preserve your children Amen. and preserve your partners Amen. and preserve devotional life church. Amen. He is a good God. Not like I'm saying, when you read Genesis 28 verse 15, let's read it. When you read Genesis 28 verse 15, he said, I will not leave you until I have done what I promise. And the, the key there is, he said, I will watch over you. I will watch over you. He said, I will watch over you and I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. So God will watch over you. Read it for me, please. Genesis 28, verse 15. Genesis 28, verse 15. Uh -huh. I am with you and I will watch over you uh -huh. whatever, wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Amen. Amen. So God said he watch over you. Amen. So I'm declaring his word to you. And I prophesy this word, word to you. That God who has watched over you up to now. Will continue to watch over you. Amen. He will watch over your children. Amen. He will watch over your partner. Amen. He will watch over your interest. And he will see you through this season. Amen. He will see you through this year. He will see you through this decade. He will watch over you. For God is watching over you. Amen. And he said he will be with you. He will never leave you. Believe it. 
God will be with you. He is God Almighty. He's all-seeing God. And he said he will not only sustain you, but he will watch over you. May the Lord watch over your going and your coming in. May he be with you in your goings and in your coming in. As you go, may the Lord be with you. As you come, may the Lord be with you. Anything that you are involved in, anything that you will be involved in, may God be with you in it. As he watches over you, may his word in Deuteronomy, in, sorry, in Genesis chapter 28 verse 15, be true in your life. Amen. And may his word in Isaiah 46 verse 4 be true in your life. Amen. I release this word of God over you I now, into your life now, Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. God will watch over you. Amen. He said, and I will watch over you. He said, and I will watch over you. He said, I am with you and will watch over you. Beloved, God is with you. Amen. Beloved, God is with you. Amen. May the Lord be with you. Amen. May his face shine upon Amen. you. God will watch over you. Amen. You will make sure this coronavirus, this COVID-19 will not come over Amen. you. Will not come over your household. Amen. Will not come over your children. Amen. Will not come over your partner. Amen. Will not come over your interest. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. none of your loved ones will suffer from this. Makalinda aliketa kashoko to malinda linda kutoprante ilati kashoko to mande kalande alinde rando. In the name of Jesus, beloved, God will watch over you. When you read Psalm one twenty one. He said, the Lord who watches over us, neither sleep nor slumber. Psalm 121 verse 4. So this God who is watching over you, this God who watch over you, the Bible says he neither sleep nor slumber. So he's the best watchman. There's a scripture that says, unless the Lord watches over the house, the watchman watch in vain. So no matter how we are watching over ourselves, no matter how we are doing our part, which we have to do our part, if God don't watch over us, it is in vain. That is why he said he watched over you. Yeah. And look at Psalm 121 verse 1. Mm. Mm -hmm. Psalm 121 verse 4. Verse 4. Uh -huh. That is where the mm -hmm. tribes go up, mm -hmm. the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Psalm 121 verse 4. Oh, sorry. Psalm 121 verse 4. Verse uh -huh. 4. Mm -hmm. And it says, indeed, he who watches over Israel will mm -hmm. neither slumber no sleep. Amen. So the Lord who watches over Israel, now you are Israel. Israel is not of the flesh or, 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 or again, or blood. The Bible says Israel is of the spirit. Yeah. Amen. So it says God who watches over you, neither would sleep or slumber. So be rest assured when you sleep, sleep. Mm. When you sleep, sleep. Because one who watches over you does not sleep. There's a good watchman and he is the Lord your maker. And I'm here and I'm declaring his word to you. Yeah. He is watching over you. Matter of fact, let's read from the 5 to 8. He said the Lord watch over you. The Lord is your shade and what? You're at your right hand. Yeah. Read, read it for me. Psalm 121 verse 5 to 6. The Lord five to eight. Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. Uh -huh. The sun will not harm you by day, uh -huh. nor the moon by night. Uh -huh. The Lord will keep you from all harm. Uh -huh. He will watch over your life. Uh -huh. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, uh -huh. both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. So Psalm 121 verse 1 is saying that God will watch over you, not just for, vain, uh, for fun, or not just to keep his eye, but to protect you. To protect you. He said to protect your going in and your coming. And he said because God is watching over you, uh, and because he watched over you, uh, he said the sun will not hurt you by day, meaning yeah. that things at the day will not hurt you. Yeah. Neither the moon will hurt you by night. Neither coronavirus
coronavirus will hurt you. It will not help your body. It will not hurt your spirit. It will not hurt your uh, household. It will not hurt your soul. It will not hurt your finances. It will not hurt your career. I don't know for others, but I'm talking to you that God will watch for you. He is your sh your shield at your right hand side. I just need you to believe it. May God watch over Amen. you. May God protect you. Amen. May Psalm 121 verse 4 to 8 be true in your life. Amen. As I declare it, may it be so. I set forth this word on your behalf. Uh, into your life right now. Uh, into that of your interest. Uh, may it be true uh, in Jesus Christ. Amen. He said you watch over your life. He said, you watch over your coming and your going. He said, both now and forever. Amen. Both now and forever. Amen. This our God is faithful. He will not leave you in a place. That's why I said, just remember, if he has watched over you up to now, up to now, why can't he finish it? You will finish it. He said, both now and forevermore. In your going and your coming. Amen. As you go to work, God will watch over Amen. you. Because some of us need to go to work. As you go and God is with you. Amen. He will watch over you. Amen. He will protect you. Amen. He will be with you. Amen. He will protect you from coronavirus. That this sickness will not come around you. Amen. If people at your website get it, minus you. Amen. Not because you are better or different from them. Because God is watching over Amen. you. The captain of Israel is watching over you. The almighty is watching over you. Amen. And he has protected you and he has been a shield at your right hand side and because of that the day or the night will not hurt you the virus will not hurt you oh the affliction will not hurt you may the lord watch over 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 you amen Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 10 Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 10 he said in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 10 he said he will guide you. He said he will guide you. He will guide you. He will guide you. Please read it for me. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 10. Yeah. In a desert mm -hmm. land he found him. Uh -huh. In a barren and hauling wind mm -hmm. he shielded him and cared for him. Mm -hmm. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So he said he guided him as the apple of his eyes. He guided him as what? The apple of his eyes. I'm here to declare that God has been and will continue to guide you as the apple of his eyes. Amen. The apple of his eye is your eyeball. Stand for the eyeball. You see, no one will stand for anything to poke what the eyeball. Even no. if, if something very tiny even fall on the eyeball, look how we go through just to remove it. And God said he will guide you as we guide our eyeball. May you become the apple of God's Amen. eyes. May you become apple of God's eyes. Amen. And may God guide you as the apple of his eyes. Lord, guide them as the apple of your eyes. Amen. Guide devotional light church as the apple of uh, your Amen. eyes. Guide us as the apple of your eyes. So may it be so unto you. Amen. May it be so unto you. Amen. May it be so unto you. Amen. May you be guided as the apple of God's eye. And may God himself be your guide. May he himself be your watchman. May he himself watch over you. This day, this week, this month, this season, this year, this decade. May God watch over you. May he become a shield. May he become your protector. May he become your covering. In your going and your coming. In all your dealings. In Jesus Christ's name. God will continue to watch over you. 
God will continue to watch over you. God who has watched over you will continue to watch over you. You will not be ashamed. You will not be disgraced in the mighty name of Jesus. Luke chapter 12, verse 22 to 28. As I said, God has sent me to tell you that do not be afraid. God has sent me to tell you that he will take care of you. That he is the one who has been taking care of you. That he will continue to take care of you. Luke chapter 12, 22, verse 28. Luke 12, 22 uh -huh. to 28. Uh -huh. <clears throat> then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, mm -hmm. do not worry about your life, mm -hmm. what you will eat, mm -hmm. or about your body, what mm -hmm. you will wear. Mm -hmm. So Jesus said, we are the disciples of Jesus today. He said, do not worry about what you will eat. So do not worry about what you eat. If you are listening to me, do not worry about what you eat. Do not worry about what you wear. Eh? For life is more than food. He said, because life is more than food. And the body more than clothes. Uh-huh. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Mm -hmm. Yet God feeds them. Mm -hmm. And how much more? Valuable you are than birds. Amen. So he said, do not worry. Do not worry about what you eat or what you wear. And it is he, 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 not, not like he just said it. Because he said, even the bears and the animals who don't do any work, practical work by sowing, they are okay. And say, how much more you? So he's saying that he will provide. He will make sure you are fed. He will make sure you are covered. He will make sure what you eat, what you wear, and when you sleep will not be a problem. Believe it. I do not know how. I don't need to know how. Because he is God. He is God. He is God. And he has been doing it. But I'm here to remind you. I'm here to enforce you. That he said, do not worry. Don't worry about the sickness. Don't worry about the finances. Don't worry about um, jobs and career. God has got your back. God is involved in it. He said, do not worry about it. He will take absolute control over it in the name of Jesus. Don't worry, that's not me. Don't think or don't plan. No, no. But don't worry. Finish it for me, please. Mm -hmm. And the verse 25. Mm -hmm. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hair, mm -hmm. a single hour to your life? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Mm -hmm. Consider how the wildflowers. To the mm -hmm. Yes. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? Amen. So he said, the reason why he said don't worry is because he will clothe you. Clothe means take care of you, protect you, shelter you. Yes. And he explained why he doesn't want you to worry. Because he said, as you worry, you cannot add anything. Worry doesn't add. Worry rather brings fear. Worry rather make you make mistake. Note, he said, don't worry. He didn't say, do not plan. There's difference between planning and worry. There's difference between thinking and worry. But he said, don't worry. So I'm here to tell you, do not worry. Do not worry. 
in the name of Jesus, do not worry because God is watching over you. God will take care of you. He will provide. I don't know your circumstance. I don't know your situation. But he will see you through. I don't know how you are affected, how you are going to be affected. But rest assured, when all is said and done, you will be better off. When all is said and done, you will not be drawn. When all is said and done, you will not be crushed. When all is said and done, you will be victorious. I'm not saying it is a good thing that the economy is going down. I'm not saying it's a good thing that this sickness has come. But now, as this sickness has come, as this economy, uh, uh, economy has crashed, there are people who are profiting. There are people who are raking in money. There are people that it is turning for their good as individuals. May you be one of those Amen. people. May it turn out for your good. Uh. May it turn out for your good. Uh. For the Bible says, when men shall say there's a casting down, we shall say there's a lifting down. There's a lifting down for you. May this season bring a lifting down for you. For the sake of this season, may you get the job that you need to go. May you get the breakthrough. For this season, despite the affliction, despite the weakness, the uncertainty, there's a lifting up for you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Be lifted up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's your advantage. As a Christian, that's your advantage. That's our advantage. So do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. So 2 Corinthians says something amazing there. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 to 9. He said, We are hard pressed at every side, but we are not crushed. Yes. Read it for me, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 8 to 9. Yes. Chapter 4, verse 8 to 9. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, mm -hmm. perplexed. But not in despair. He mm -hmm. said, We are hard pressed at every side, but we are not crushed. That is your story. If something is pressing you, you will not be crushed by that thing. Meaning, eventually, you overcome that thing because things press you to crush you. When you are crushed, that's your end. But you will not be crushed. That is why I said, Do not worry. That is why the scripture said, Do not worry. That is why the Lord has sent me to tell you that do not worry. Do not worry. Even though you are pressed, you will not be crushed. Whatever is pressing you, I command it to weather in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever is your pressing issue right now in this moment, may it weather in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the Holy Ghost, Amen. we push it away in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Continue for me. Persecuted but not abandoned. He said we are persecuted but we are not abandoned. Uh -huh. Struck down but not destroyed. He said we are struck down but not destroyed. Whatever has struck you down, whatever is striking people down in this season right now, minus you are, it will not destroy you. It will not destroy you. You will not be abandoned by the Lord in the name of Jesus. So do not worry. Believe what Jesus said. Do not worry. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Some trust in chariots. Others trust in horses. We trust in the name of the Lord. And Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run unto it. And they are protected. They are saved. They are healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be protected. In the name of Jesus, be preserved. In the name of Jesus, come out good. In Jesus Christ's name. Yes. 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 Yes, receive it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's read Isaiah 41 verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. My message from the Lord to you is simple. 
That which God has sent me to give to you is simple. That which I've come in the name of Jesus to tell you is simple. As the messenger of the Most High God. That God will take care of you. That God who has been taking care of you will take care of you. That God is the one who has been taking care of you. And he will continue to take care of you. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. In the mighty name of Jesus. Read it for me please. So do not fear. Do not fear. Your fears will never come to pass. Your fears will never come to pass. In the name of Jesus. May your fears never come to pass. Your fears about life will never come to pass. Your fears about this coronavirus will never come to pass. Your fears regarding your children will never come to pass. Your fears regarding your finances will never come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Your fears about marital issue or your married life will never come to pass. Do not fear. For I am with you. Not because you are smart, not because you are strong, because God is with you. Because God is with you. So do not fear. Do not fear. Brother, do not fear. Sister, do not fear. For God is with you. When fear comes, remember this. When you remember this, when you hear my voice, it is the Holy Spirit that is prompting you. That do not fear because He is with you. Because God is with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Mm -hmm. I will strengthen you and help you. Mm -hmm. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. So he said, do not fear because he's with you. Do not be dismayed because he is your God. You see, in a certain sense, not because you've done anything for him, but because you have accepted him, because he's your God. So he said, do not be dismayed. I'm here to declare to you, that you that you are listening to me, you that you are part of this service, you that you are receiving it right now, there's a little out for you in this season. When the spot is agreed now, and ye shall know that your Lord God Almighty is the one who lifts us, and is the one who brings one down. That when he speaks, nothing shall happen. Receive the lifting up of the Lord, for the Lord is with you. Because God is with you, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of coronavirus. I'm not saying be reckless. No, that's not what I'm saying. But do not fear. Because God is with you, do not fear for your future. Amen. Only believe. Because God is with you, do not fear for uncertainty. No, no, no. He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. He is your God. He is your God. Therefore, do not fear in the name of Jesus. Amen. The same Isaiah 41, but read the 13. Look at what he said in the 13. The 10, he said, do not fear. Do not be dismayed because he is with you, because he is your God. And look at what he said in the 13. Mm -hmm. 13, for mm -hmm. I am the Lord your God mm -hmm. who takes hold of your right hand mm -hmm. and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Right. He said, The reason why I say to you that do not fear, that He will help you. He will hold your hand and He will help you. He will hold your hand and He will help you. Why are you afraid? Why do you become afraid? Because you feel helpless. Why are we afraid of coronavirus or other things? Because we feel helpless. It's not like headache that you know you can get a paracetamol and be healed. But I said, Do not be afraid. He knows that because He will help you because he will help you he will hold your hands and help you he knows how to receive the help of God receive the help of God may 
God helped you, Father, help them, for you have helped them, for you be helping them, continue to help them, help them more, sweet Holy Spirit, you are the helper, help them more, for the word of God says, you will help them, help them in their weaknesses, in their dealings, in their going and coming, help them in their decisions, in their afflictions, help them Lord, receive help from above, the Bible said the help of man is in vain, so if my help without God helping you, it is in vain. Of course, when God helps you, many a time he uses men. But the help of man without help of God is in vain. Receive the help of God now. Receive the help of God now. He said the reason why you shouldn't be afraid is that he will help you. Yes, he will help you in your weakness. It doesn't matter your weakness. Receive the help of God. Father, help them in their weakness. Help them in their strength. Help them in their going out. Help them in their coming in. Be helped by the Lord now. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah again, 43 verse 2. Say, do not fear. He will help you. He will help you. Isaiah 43 verse 2. Kabe, 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 Kabe. In Jesus Christ's name. Isaiah 43 verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. He said, when you pass through the waters, you will be with you. When you pass through the sickness, you will be with you. Amen. Whatever is happening right now, he said, he will be with you. Amen. Uh -huh. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. He said, when you pass through the rivers, it will not sweep over you. The waters, he will be with you. Therefore, the rivers will not sweep over you because he is with you. Uh -huh. When you walk through the fire, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You he said, when you walk with, through the fire, you know what? Be burned. You will not be burned. Uh -huh. The flames will not set you. The flames will not what? Set you ablaze. Now the rivers, the waters, have you finished it? Yes. The rivers, the waters, the fire are things that are meant to destroy you. There are things that are meant to sweep you away, sweep your finances, sweep your health, sweep your loved one like this coronavirus, sweep you away. But it said it will not sweep you away. It will not burn whenever something of yours is burned. You suffer lost. Whenever something burns, but I said it will not burn. Why? Because he is with you. Because he is with you. That is why that scripture, that blessing may the Lord be with you. It's the greatest of all blessings. Because he is with you. He said the rivers will not sweep you away. The waters will not drive you away. The fire will not consume you. Not because you know how to pray. Not because you know how to fast. Because he is with you. May this word be so unto you. May the Lord be with you. In your going out and your coming in. Father, may you be with them. Father, may you be with devotional like church. Lord, be with us in our going and our coming. And Father, because you are with them, may nothing destroy them. May this coronavirus not destroy them. May the evil and negative impact of this season, of this sickness, may it be minus them. May it be minus them. May it be minus them. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord be with you. I said, may the Lord be with you. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord be with you. Because because he is with you. He said, you pass through the fires. You pass through the flame. But it will not burn you. You will go through it. But you come out cleaner. You come out stronger. Just as we are going through this season. Just as we are going through this virus. You come out. Because God is with you. He is with you. He is with you. 
He is with you. Wherever you are, just begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in tongues. If you cannot pray in tongues, begin to pray in words. In the name of Jesus. He said, Because He's with you. Because He's with you. And God is with you. He loves to be with us. He's desired to be with us. And He's with you. He is with you. And because of that, you will not suffer. Amen. And when you read Romans chapter 8, verse 31, it says, If God be for us, if God be for us, who can be against us? What can be against you? If God be for you, if God is with you, if God is on your side, read it for me. Romans 8 31, please. Romans 8 31. Mm -hmm. What then shall we say in response to these things? Mm -hmm. If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for you, who can be against you? So all that you need, that God will be for you. And we've read, already read in Isaiah, he said, he is with you. He is with you. So that's why I say, have peace. That's why I say, only believe. Only accept. Because God is with you. If God is with you, who can be against you? What can be against you? Nothing can be against you. That is the answer. No one can be against you. It doesn't mean they will not arise against you. It doesn't mean situation will not arise against you. But it will not succeed. It will amount to nothing. It will rather live for your promotion, for your growth, for your establishment, for your promotion. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because God is with you. Anyone against you has filled in the name of Jesus. The sickness has lost its power and its hold and regarding you. The, 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 the damages of this sickness is minus you and your household. In the name of Jesus. Because God is with you. See the same Romans chapter 8. If you read the 37. It says we are more than conquerors. Not, not because of our might or something. Because God is with us. Because God is for us. Because God is behind us. And because of that, we are more than conquerors. Somebody say, I am more than a conqueror. Begin to declare wherever you are that in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the authority of the word of God, you are more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. Devotional life church is more than a contract. Jesus, the answer campaign is more than a contract. Lama Katesha Telemayandereha. In Jesus Christ's name, I feel like jumping more. I feel like celebrating her because we are more than Congress. Read it for me. Hallelujah. Even I was a stage here, I see myself in the spirit moving up and down, dancing, celebrating. Yes. Romans 8:37. No. Uh -huh. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Ah, th that is the beauty. The reason why we are more than conquerors, not because I know something, 
Not because I'm smart. Not because I'm better than those who things will destroy. But it's because of Christ Jesus. He said we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. That's why I'm rest assured. That's why I'm confident. Not in me. Because I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I am in him. And he is in me. And the Bible says if you dwell in him and he dwell in you. And he said then you shall be fruitful. Then no evil, no weapon, fashion against you shall prosper. God is with you. May you be dwell in the Lord. May God dwell in you. In Jesus Christ's name. Wow. God is with us. He has always been with us. For the church, devotional and church, right from beginning, God has been with us. And God is still with us. And our priority, our priority is that God will be with us. Our priority is that God will remain with us. My priority is not even church growth, though the church will grow. My priority is not, I have no priority that God will be with us. That's my priority. That has been my priority. And by His grace, that will be our priority. Yes. For if we have God, we have all things. For if God is with us, we are more than conquerors. Then who can be against us? Then nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how we are pressed, how we are despised, we will be victorious. Yeah. May the Lord be with you. Amen. He is with you, but may yes. He be with you. Amen. May you experience Him. Amen. May He become tangible to you. Father, reveal yourself to them Amen. by your Spirit, and they will know that you are with them. Amen. Become more tangible to them now. May they feel your presence. Uh -huh. Manifest yourself unto them. Uh -huh. Demonstrate your power unto them. Uh -huh. Become real to them, that they realize thing to them. Uh -huh. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May you have an encounter with Amen. this God who is with you. May you see him. May you see him. May you be able to say, I saw God. May you be able to say, I saw Jesus. May you be able to say, I felt him. May you be able to say, I heard him. May it be so unto you. Amen. May this be done unto you as a blessing. Amen. As a gift. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Please read for me again. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. As I said earlier today, my assignment is to assure you that God is still with you and He's still taking care of you and He will take care of you. Yes. He is real. He is real. He is real. You see, testimonies make us overcome the enemy. A brother said to me, he was sick. He didn't mention the sickness. But he believed and he thought it is this corona. But I said, God has healed him. Amen. The brother said, God has healed him. The brother was telling me how fear gripped him. But I said, he, he, he was listening to us and he, he heard me say that you might just ask for him to heal you, be specific of that sickness. And he, he, he began to tell me the words he heard me saying. And he said, he held on to those words. And say he's healed. Say he's healed that he has tried everything to make sure. Is it true that he's healed? Say he's healed. Amen. And that is our God. Amen. That is our God. Amen. That is our God. Amen. Please read it for me. Philippians chapter 4, 6 to 7. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. Yeah. Do not be anxious about everything. Mm -hmm. But in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present sorry present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus Amen. I'll give you a key the key is that you just heard it 
He said, do not be anxious about anything. Please, anything means anything. Whether it is big or small. Whether you see it possible or impossible. He said, do not be anxious. But he said, all you have to do about anything that makes you anxious is to pray about it. And he said, when you pray, the peace of God that transcends all understanding. Meaning, pray about the thing as long as you get peace. So you begin to have peace about the thing that is making you anxious. You don't stop praying about it. So when you pray one day and you begin to have peace, you are instant. When you pray two days, three days and no peace, you continue. One week before you begin to have peace, it is done. Many Christians miss this key of God. Many Christians want to know how long should I pray about it. If the thing is making you anxious and you pray to have peace, that's it. Meaning it has been dealt with. If you practice this, it becomes faster. At anything I, I dream of or about anybody, I pray to have the peace of it. So don't worry. Don't be anxious. Just pray. Anything make you anxious, just pray. Pray to begin to have peace. Pray to the worries begin to leave. You will know it. The anxiousness is gone. So do not be anxious. Do not be anxious about your future, about your now. Just pray. Say, just pray. Just pray. That's why I keep telling people, if something is bending you, bringing you down, just sit down. Put some nice music, instrumentals at the background and begin to pray in tongues. Your mind will pick up the thing. Pray till you feel it gone. The anxiousness is gone. The peace flood. When it flood, it's not a mental thing. You actually begin to walk in it. Meaning in the spirit, it has been dealt with. That which is supposed to hinder you has been turned out. It won't. It's rather peaceful now. Yeah. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. Pray. Don't be anxious about this season. Don't be anxious. Many of you, the Lord is saying to me, you are anxious. Even though he has protected, you are thinking, will it be to the end? Don't be anxious. He is God. He neither sleep nor slumber. Don't be anxious. In the name of Jesus. Now, 2 Corinthians. Sorry, Romans 8. Amen. Or 1 Peter, rather. 1 Peter. 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 6 to 7. 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 6 to 7. 1 Peter, chapter 5. Now, I'm just giving you some keys because there's always something to do. Amen. Mm -hmm. So he said, anything that will make you anxious, just pray to the peace of God that transcends our understanding and tells you. Yeah. First Peter 5, yes. 6 to 7. Yeah. Humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand, mm -hmm. that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So now listen, the reason why I said pray, if anything make you anxious, so because he said, cast all your anxiety, all your burden onto him. How do you cast your anxiety, your burden onto God? By prayer. Whenever you pray, ask God to be involved, to intervene. You are casting your burden, your anxiety onto him. So he said, it's another key I'm giving you. He said, cast all. There's all there, isn't it? Yes. Did he say some? No. All, all means all. No. Whether small or big. Whether you think it's impossible or possible. He said, cast it onto what? God. 
And why? He said, because God cares. Meaning, if you don't cast on to God, God says that you don't care. It's a promise. This is a key promise. Cast it on to God. Many Christians talk about a lot of things that were there. They never pray specifically in simple words about it. So, meaning, even though they pray, there are many things they haven't cast onto God. <laughs> so, he said, cast it onto God. Any small thing, the way your daughter talks, you don't like it, pray. You're afraid, pray. Anything is anything. It's not small or big. Because God cares. And anyone who cares about something, what does he do? He does something about what, what? He cares what? about it so the meaning of god cares is he will do something about it because he cares i thought you're going to give the lord a cup of it he cares he cares psalm 34 17 to 18 psalm 34 17 to 18 psalm 34 with the scriptures we are looking at it because it said by everything everything do not be anxious Commit everything to God's hand. So this is for us to understand the importance, the importance of what? Prayer. Amen. Mm -hmm. Psalm 34, 17 to 18. Mm -hmm. The righteous cry out mm -hmm. and the Lord hears them. Uh -huh. He delivers them from all their troubles. Mm -hmm. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So he said the righteous what? Cry out and God what? He hears them. He hears them and delivers what? Them. So if you don't cry, how do righteous cry? Prayer. Whenever we pray, we are crying out. So if you don't pray, you haven't asked anything for God to what? Hear you. The rule is ask and it shall be given. Some people pray about a lot of things. But even though they, uh, some people pray often, but even though they pray often, they don't pray about many things. Because a lot of things, I don't know whether the thing is too small or too big, they never take it before God. I take everything before God. Everything. You have no idea. I take, I mean, when I say everything, yes, whatever you can imagine, yes, I take it to God. Yes, everything. Everything. Oh, yes. Everything to God. Because he said, the righteous cry out and the Lord hear them deliver them. If you don't cry out, how will he hear you? So, this three scriptures just to show us that you must pray. And trust in the Lord. That's all. After you've done all, believe it. He is what? With you. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Now, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. God made a promise then. Read it for us, please. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Uh huh. Keep your lives free from uh -huh. the love of money uh -huh. and be content mm -hmm. with what you have mm -hmm. because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. He said a lot of things, but my interest is the promise of God for you. Mm -hmm. He said, Never will He leave you or never will He what? Forsake. forsake you. So believe it. God, who has been with you up to now, will never leave you. Amen. God will never forsake you. Amen. In this season, when people are dying, when there's a virus going out, when the whole world is not sure of even how people get it. Oh, Lord is with you. 
and he will not forsake you. He will not forsake you. Amen. Believe it. He will not forsake you or he will not leave you. The Bible says he is a faithful God. So God will never leave you. Amen. God will never forsake you. Amen. Just believe it. 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 Just be content. He will never forsake you. He will never leave you. If he's with you, then nothing matters. If God is for us, who can be against us? If Christ is for us, then we are all things belongs to us. And when we read Isaiah 49, verse 15, he said, Even though a mother can forget, he said, Can a mother forget her children? The answer is no. Yeah. He didn't say a sick mother. He said, Mother, no mother can forget her children. And he went on to say, Mothers who forget their children, they are sick. We all know, so that we are not talking about. So he said, Can a mother forget her children? And he answered, I know. And he went on to say, Even if a mother can forget her children, he, God, he can never forget her children. Amen. Read it for me, please. Amen. Isaiah 49, verse 15. Isaiah 49, mm -hmm. verse 15. Can mm -hmm. a mother forget the baby mm -hmm. at her breast and uh -huh. have no compassion on the child uh -huh. she has born? Uh -huh. Though she may forget, I will not forget you. I didn't even say it where the Bible says a baby. Can a mother forget the baby? No. But I said, even if a mother should forget the baby, I would say he, God, will never forget you. You. He will never forget you. Amen. I said, God will never forget you. Amen. He will never forget your goodness. Amen. He will never forget your faithfulness. Amen. He will never forget your prayers. He will never forget how you look up to him. He will never forget your faith in him, Amen. your support to him, your love for him, your commitment to him, your service to him. He will never forget. Amen. If a mother cannot forget a nursing baby at the breast, then God said he cannot forget. And he said, even if a mother should forget, he will never forget you. Amen. Believe it, believe it. God will never forget Amen. you. Father, remember them. Amen. By this your word, remember them. Amen. Remember them for their faithfulness. Amen. Remember them for their loyalty. Amen. Remember them for their prayers. Amen. Remember them for their tithes. Amen. Remember them for their donation. Amen. Remember them for their offering. Amen. Remember them for their service to you. Amen. Remember them for their support. Amen. Remember them for their righteousness. Amen. Remember them for their obedience. Remember them, Lord, for their trust in you. He said he will not forget you. May God never forget you. Amen. Even when I said that, it's a disrespect. Because he will not forget you. Yes. It's a disrespect because it's just like me telling a, a woman who is nursing that make sure you don't forget your child. It's an insult, isn't it? So he said he will never forget you. God will never forget you. Amen. Just believe it. Father, remember them. If you not forget them, means you remember them. Remember the many times that they look at you. Remember the things that they do. Because your words say they should do. Remember the things that they don't do. Because your words say they shouldn't do. Remember the sacrifices that they have made. Because of you. Oh Lord, remember. Remember the things they have endured. The things they have lost. The things they can't lost. Because of of you uh, this day uh, this week uh, this season uh, and Lord God uh, honor them uh, honor them uh, honor them uh, in Jesus Christ's name Lord remember them 
Remember their needs. Remember their needs and provide their needs for you. Do not forget their needs. Do not forget their prayer requests. Do not forget their crown to you. Do not forget their faith in you. Their hope in you. Remember them. May the Lord remember you. May He remember you. May He remember your good works this day, sir. May He remember all your good deeds this day, sir. May He come to life. Oh, the Bible said the other day. The Bible said Mordecai was remembered by the king. The Bible said the king could not sleep. And Mordecai went for the books. And the king went for the books. And he remembered Mordecai. Oh, that day his life was transformed. From the gate to the palace. May that day of yours be today. May that day of yours be today. May today the Lord remember you. May the king of kings remember you. And by his remembrance, may your life be transformed. May goodness come to you. May you testify. May you rejoice. Oh Lord, today remember a for Deborah. Remember her today. May today be a day of turn around. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, remember your church. Remember your church devotional church. Something has entered me. Something has come on me. I'm not able to stand. I, I don't know. I'm not able to stand. It's not for the glory. It's not for the joy. For the Lord is with us. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Something has entered me. There's fire here. There's fire in my bosom. And I know if you are tuning into us, you will feel the same because the spirit is one. Read Psalm 103, verse 13 to 14 for me. Verse 13 to 14. So there are some 49, verse 15 that we read. He said, He will not forget us. And you will have compassion on us. Because if a father will have compassion on our children, then you will not forget us. But look at the Psalm 103, verse 13 to 14. Read it for me, please. Psalm 103. Verse 13 to 14. As the Father has Amen. compassion on his children, ah, mm -hmm. so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Amen. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. This Amen. is my glory. This Hallelujah. is what I like most. He said, God will have compassion. God has compassion over us, his children. Just like what? Every father has compassion what? over what his children and this is my the beautiful side he said why 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 he said because he remember he knows we are what that's in other words he knows we are flesh he knows we are humans he knows we are weak <laughs> he knows the most righteous of us is like a filthy rag so so it's not really he understand he understand the circumstance he understand the circle or he said listen for his children the only key here that you have to be a child of God. But if you're a child of God, he said you have compassion over Amen. you. You have compassion over you. You have compassion over you. Father, have compassion over them. Lord, have compassion over them. Amen. So wherever you get it from, you are a flesh, you get it wrong. You miss it. Because you are human. No human the says goes that is perfect. So because of that, you will have compassion over you. He is not annoyed at you. He will not be annoyed at you. Ah, because he knows you are flesh. He knows you are dust. He knows you are human. He knows your culture has influenced you. He knows your bad upbringing has influenced you. He knows that society has influenced you. He knows your experience has influenced you. But I say he will have compassion over you. Just believe it and just accept it. 
All you have to be is be his child. And I know you are. If you are not, you have to. But I know you are. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Many are the words that you've heard. Right now, wherever you are, I want you just to begin to pray one minute regarding what you hear. What do you want God to do? Begin it and establish it. And begin and establish it. I want to pray for you, but begin in your own words and establish it. Kabere mayandoro, kabere mayandoro, kabere mayandoro. Le mayandoro, kabere mayandoro, kabere mayandoro. In the mighty name of Jesus. Wow. I want to sing, but there's no choir. Maybe we should bring a keyboard and the drums along. Maybe. Wow. Now I want to pray for you. The Holy Spirit should bring into mind, into your memory, any of these words you've heard today. It is He assuring you that do not be afraid, that do not fear yourself, that He is with you, that He will be with you, that don't be anxious, that don't worry. All you need to do is pray, commit it into His hands, and be rest assured. And when you sleep, sleep. When we eat, enjoy. When you drink, drink. I mean Coca-Cola. Drink and enjoy. Yes, it is your portion. When you go to work, be happy. Be happy. Be rest assured. Do not be afraid. I'm not saying be reckless. After you've done all the PPE, be happy. Be rest assured. Be confident. Because God is with you. And he will be with you. And be rest assured. That this season, your finances will not get worse. Amen. It will get better. Yes, believe it. Believe it. Believe it. It will get better. Amen. God will let you know that He is God. Amen. When this season is over, you will see that you'll be better off financially, health wise. I don't know for others, but I know for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive it now. Receive it. receive it now. Amen. Receive it now. Amen. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.